Hey folks, it's Laura. So let's talk about the great what if. What if? And the mind loves that question. What if? What if the world ends? What if the sky falls on my head? What if? What if? What if I get in a car crash? What if? What if? What if I end up homeless? What if I'm bankrupt? What if? What if? What if? What if? What if? And the mind, what if this person does this? What if this person does that? Right? We all have these what ifs. The mind loves them. Why does the mind love them? Because it makes you question the move you're thinking about making or the thing you're thinking about doing. It makes you question it. And so as long as you're questioning it, you're stopped. As long as you're humming and hawing in your head, you're not moving forward. That keeps you safe. And that's what the mind wants you to do, is stay safe, don't move, stay where you are. Because that is comfortable. That's what the mind knows, right? So the mind only knows the present and the past. It has no understanding of the future and doesn't want anything different in the future because different is scary, different is new. We don't like different because it's unknown and so we stay stuck in what if, right? What if I fail, right? So the trick is, is when we get into that what if, right? And, this, and the mind will even make up a whole story about what if, right? What if this other person says this or that or the other thing, or what if I do this, or what if that happens? And the mind makes up a story, right? Good for drama, good story, good late night TV, might be a movie, right? Really good, really good content that way. Not overly helpful though, when you're actually trying to accomplish something in your life, right? Kind of keeps you where you are. So what you gotta do, what you gotta get good at is redirecting the mind. So when the mind says, what if I fail? You say, what if I succeed? This requires awareness to do it because you have to be paying attention to what your mind is actually feeding you. So the idea is, and, and different spiritual teachers talk about this different ways, but the idea is that there is an awareness that's watching the conscious mind, the ego, be aware. So there's an awareness of the awareness, right? And that's kind of the general theory, is there's a higher level awareness, a higher self, a soul, whatever you want to call it, that's watching the human ego personality and brain make choices and do things. The brain, the mind, the ego, the personality is an unconscious thing. It's conscious in terms of life. It's, it exists, but it's unconscious in terms of the fact that it's not connected to spirit. It's only worried about itself and it's only connected to self. It is our awareness of the other awareness is what allows us to get control over the runaway train that is the ego and the personality and the mind. It's just a runaway train. That's all it is, right? And it'll just crash into the nearest brick wall if left to its own devices. So the deal is we got to get control over that. And the way we get control over it is by using the awareness that's watching us in our awareness, in our conscious being state, right? Okay. So we're paying attention to the higher self, the soul, 
the other voice, the quieter one. It doesn't yell over the loud voice in your head that tells you how awful you are. It doesn't yell over that. It's your job to recognize that what that mind voice is telling you is not true. It's crazy. And to listen to that higher voice, pay attention to it. So that when it says, hey, wait, that you have awareness and you are able to go, oh, hang on, wait a minute. What the mind is telling me right now isn't true. I'm not buying into the story. I'm going to do something differently. I'm going to redirect the brain, almost like redirecting a toddler away from a light socket. Like it, it literally is getting the brain on board to think differently, right? And I've talked about mental gymnastics before, the idea that we just have to get the brain on board. But to do that, it requires rethinking. It requires retraining our brain to think differently about the experiences that we're having and about what's going on so that we stop ourselves from making up that story. Because the minute we make up the story and we buy into the story, now we're down the rabbit hole. Now there's no place to go, right? It's harder to back out once you're in it. You can, you absolutely can, but it's harder to back out when you're in it. It's easier to back out before you get there right? By consciously being able to catch the brain as it starts to go, you can't do this. You're not good enough. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if the other thing happens? Immediately, you can redirect that though. Immediately there, you have awareness. Now, okay, hang on. What if this works? What if it does happen a certain way? What if, what if I am successful? What if I do win the lottery? What if, right? So, those things are things that you can do, okay? So once you get the brain on board, the, the world, you know, gets better, but it's not a perfect system yet because now you still have to act on those new thoughts. Now you still have to get yourself to move forward. You're not done yet. That's not the whole story. Just simply turning the brain around is not the whole story because now you say, okay, well, what if I'm successful with the conversation? Now the question is, are you going to have the conversation? You say, what if I'm successful at, or what if I'm able to do X, but then you got to go do X. Now you have to actually go do the thing. Because if you wait, if you procrastinate, if you don't do it right away, you lose the momentum of the new thought process that you've got in your head. And you'll back into the story again right away. That's what procrastination will do to you in that moment. You will end up back where you started you will naturally pull it back to you, right? So that's one of the things that I see all the time as an energy healer, right? I work with people, we work for a long time, I fix stuff up, great. But then within an hour of that session, they've pulled all the energy back to them that I took. Why? Because it's familiar and comfortable and they're just not paying attention, right? It's unconsciously happening, they're not paying attention and suddenly they're back in their old way of being, right? Because as an energy healer, I can take it from you temporarily and override you a little bit, right? And show you what new, better energy feels like. But then it's up to you to hold on to that if you want it. And you have to be really conscious of it because the mind is immediately gonna say, hang on, no, that's new, I don't like that, and go over here and start telling you the story of what if. And it's your job to be like, uh-uh, no, we're not going there again right? Awareness of the awareness. We're not going there again. I'm not going to do that. And redirect it again. 
to make sure you're not grabbing onto old energy. Okay. So procrastination is what's going to bring back the old energy for you if you allow it. If you allow that to happen, procrastination brings back the old energy. Okay. So the way around that is to then move forward, to decide and do now. When you get your brain screwed on straight, when you get out of your head and you figure it out, you have to do it. You have to act right away because that's how you solve the problem. That's how you get by it, right? And it's about momentum. So there's another piece here, okay? Get the brain out of the way. We act and we do the thing. Now the brain's automatically gonna go to an outcome. What's the result, the destination, right? The brain's gonna go to the results. Pass the test, fail the test, right? <laughs> Right? And it doesn't matter what, what it is, right? If you're taking singing lessons, it's not about becoming the next Aretha Franklin. If you're taking painting lessons, it's not about becoming Picasso. It, whatever you're doing, it's, it's not necessarily about becoming the next best thing. It's about the journey of that process. So that means that you have to keep your brain out of the destination because the brain then will go to, what if I fail? What if I suck, right? That's where the brain's gonna go. So, okay, so stop. It's not about the destination. It's about the process of that momentum of doing things and getting out of your own head and you're out of your own way. It's, it's about the doing, right? It's more important that you got going than whether or not you get there because it's the getting going that was the hard part. Now you have to figure out how to stay in it, right? So that's why I use that analogy all the time of skydiving, right? Once you jumped out of the plane, <laughs> there's no going backwards. So you're either going to figure out how to use that parachute or you're going to splat on the ground. Something's going to happen. But if you focus on that outcome, you're going to be terrified the whole way down. Okay? So that's what keeps you present. Right? You don't focus on the landing until you're ready to land. You focus on the falling. Right? And then you trust yourself to be able to deal with a parachute. And the analogy I use, of course, is that you learn to use a parachute while you're in the air, right? Because the universe kind of makes you jump without totally giving you everything you need all the time, right? <laughs> without totally giving you all the information. You kind of have to take the step and wait and see, right? And then the next piece shows up after that, right? That's how the universe tends to work. Right? So there's your process. Once you're doing it, once you're in your painting class, once you're, once you're in your singing class, once you've had, the, once you're in the middle of the conversation that you need to be in the middle of, now you have to be present. You don't have a choice. It forces you there. So you can't be focusing on an outcome, right? So then after the class, after the conversation, after the thing, when you come back to it, when you come back to yourself and you're back in your space again, and now you go, your brain's immediately going to go to outcome. 
well, that was awful, right? Or I suck, right? Your brain's going to go there. And that's another excuse to stop you. It's another place. It's another point in the process where your brain's going to say, uh-uh, no moving forward for you. And again, you have to be very aware of those thoughts in your head. Because again, they're lies. It's not about the outcome. It's about the fact that you took the first step and you did a thing. And that's when you give yourself a pat on the back and you reward yourself for taking that first step. For attending the class, for having the conversation, for doing whatever it was that you did. Okay, That's when you give yourself that pat on the back. And you remind yourself to stay in the journey. And you keep redirecting your brain. Every time it goes to that outcome, you keep redirecting it back to the journey and away from the destination. Right? We're not trying to be the next best whatever. We're not trying to be the greatest whatever. We're trying to show ourselves and prove to ourselves that we can. And in the proving of I can, it allows us to move forward. The next thing gets easier. You do it once, it's easier to do it the second time, right? If I jump out of a plane once, I'm more likely to get up back up in the plane and do it again, right? I get on the roller coaster once, I'm more likely to get back on the roller coaster twice. That's it. So if you do it once, you can do it again. That's the point. There's the goal, right? We just want to get to a place where we start being able to move, where we get out of our heads. But the way we do that is by maybe doing simple things first, like taking painting classes or ballet lessons or whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. But doing those simple things that we were afraid to try before allows us to gain some momentum. And then we can begin to do the harder stuff. Right? Always trusting that even if we land on the rocks down below, even if we splat face first into the ground, that that's okay, that there was a reason for that, that there's a purpose in that, that there's a lesson to be learned, and that it's not, I suck and I'm horrible and I'm awful and how could I and you failed and why, and it's not trauma victim thing. It's, what did I gain from that? What did I learn from the experience? That's what allows you to push forward. Not woe is me and how awful am I, but look, I did a thing and I tried. And it doesn't matter what the outcome is. It doesn't matter if I suck. Because there was something there for me to learn. So it doesn't matter if I suck at it. Because that wasn't the point. The point wasn't to become Picasso. The point was to simply try something new and get okay with that journey. And it doesn't matter what the thing is. Okay. The story of what if is always going to be what if I fail? What if I don't succeed? What will other people think? How will I? All of that. That's the story of what if. What if the sky is falling? <laughs> and in your mind, the sky is falling 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year because that's how the mind works. And if you stay there, there's Piper, if you stay there, you will never move. You will wrap self in bubble wrap 
and you will not move. <laughs> Excuse me for a second. <laughs> Sorry about that, just had to deal with a puppy. <laughs> okay, so where was I? <laughs> We're staying out of the story of the mind. We're staying out of what if. You will wrap yourself in bubble wrap and hide under your bed if you allow your mind to interfere enough and make up those stories about what if, right? What if when I get in the car, blah happens? What if when I cross the street, blah happens? Life is full of that risk, the what if. And if we tell those stories over and over and over and over and over again, we never leave the house. So we have to stop ourselves from doing that, right? And the way we do that is through awareness of the thoughts when it counts, right? Because it's exhausting to try to do it all day, every day, if you don't have that yet. And that's okay. Don't do it all day, every day, because you can't. That's fine. We're not trying to, you know, control every tiny little thing that goes in the mind. We just want to do it when it counts. We want to start with the important parts. When we're trying to do something new and when we're trying to move forward, when we're trying to change something, when we're trying to do something differently, that's when we want to catch awareness and that's when we want to say, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> the mind, the mind is doing it again and it's not allowed and stop it. We don't have to do it every second of every day. Only in those moments when we're making choices. Then we have to do it. And it just takes practice. It's just time and practice. It's, it's not, not any more than that, right? It, there's nothing to be complicated. It's, it's not anything other than getting good at it by doing it over and over and over and over again. And the more you do it, the more you bring awareness to the thoughts in your head, you'll start to do it more often. And eventually it'll be normal and you won't have the crazy, crazy stuff floating in your brain. You won't have the voice in your head that tells you you're a freak. You won't have that, right? Your brain will stop doing it because it knows you're not going to buy in anyway, so it's not going to tell you that anymore. Right? So once, once you get awareness, the thing that happens is your brain stops talking to you the same way because you're not buying in. So if it's being a jerk, right, which the brain likes to do, if it's being a jerk and you're not listening and you're not buying in, then it'll stop being a jerk. It's going to find a way to get you to listen, even if that means it has to be nice, <laughs> right? Even if that means it kind of has to play at, you know, awareness, right? It's still going to find a way to get your attention. It's just going to do it differently. It's not going to be a jerk. It's not going to present you with all these crazy what-if scenarios that never happen. It's not going to give you wild outcomes. It's not going to do that anymore because you're not listening. Right? So eventually it stops. It takes a while. That takes a while. It comes. That's not something that happens right now. When you start doing it and you get better at it and you get out of the story of things... The mind stops telling you the stories. Right? And I'm not going to say that it never happens ever again. Because it does. And every once in a while, 
even for myself, and I'm pretty good at it now, I don't generally get caught in stories, but every once in a while, the mind will want to make something up about it, about whatever. And I found the simplest way to deal with it is actually to let it and then toss it. So I'm just allowing the mind to create, invent this wild scenario. And then it's like, that's not going to happen. And you toss it out and you bring awareness back in. Okay, I had my fit, you know, like I have the temper tantrum, have the fit, make up the story, do the thing. And then just simply bring awareness and go, you know what? None of that was true. That was all bullshit. I'm not paying attention. Let's figure out what is true. So it's a constant search for truth. In the crazy scenarios, in the stories, in the what ifs mind makes up, there's a search for truth. What's true? That story, the bunk the mind just threw at me is not true. So what is? And then we go looking for that. And how you look for the truth is entirely up to you because there's a thousand ways to do it. Whatever works for you. You know me, I use cards. You do it how you do it. Journaling, whatever works for you. Meditation, whatever. Doesn't matter, okay? Point is, look for the truth without buying into the stories. The stories are the what ifs. The stories are what if I fail. What if I suck? What if I'm no good? What if I can't? What if, what if it doesn't work? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? The story is the what if. And that's a loaded question because for every what if the sky is falling, there's a what if I'm a millionaire? There's what if I get what I want? What if this works? What if it happens, right? Those what ifs. And they're much better. And it doesn't, doing that doesn't mean that bad things never happen because we're not trying to prevent the bad from happening. What we're trying to do is change how we perceive our reality. By changing how we perceive reality, we actually end up changing reality. Because what you're seeing, what you're looking at is different now. When you look at different things, things look differently, <laughs> right? Wayne Dyer, right? Right? When I change the things I look at, the things I look at change. You have the power to control your focus. And that's all I'm encouraging you to do with the mental gymnastics, with the what if questions. I'm encouraging you to control your focus. What are you paying attention to? And it doesn't have to be complete tunnel vision. Like we're not trying to block out everything and anything, right? But we're just trying to get to a place where we're not just focusing on bad problems, right? We're not just looking for problems. There's a lot of people out there right now looking for problems. And if you go looking for a problem, you're going to find one. Every single time. And I don't care what the topic is. If you go looking for a problem, you will find one. So do you want to look for problems? Is that what you want to spend your life doing? Looking for and creating problems for yourself to solve? Or do you want to do something else with your life? Something that doesn't cause you to be in fear and in pain all the time. Something that doesn't keep you stuck. You don't have to do that to yourself. You don't have to look for problems. 
Even if it is a problem, even if it is a genuine problem, you still don't have to pay attention to it. It's a choice. Those are all choices. You get to make them. You get to decide what to focus on. And then you get to decide what you do with what you focus on. You can take it in and make it a problem and allow it to upset you and allow it to be a big deal. Or not. Choice is yours. Right? So when you make up those what-if scenarios, what if the world ends? What if the sky falls? Right? That's looking for problems. You're looking for a problem. You're already projecting the outcome. Nothing's even happened yet. You're already projecting the outcome and looking for a problem. What if? So if you say, well, what if, what if I'm successful? Now we're not looking for a problem. Now we're looking for a way forward that doesn't have a problem. And we're not worried about the outcome. What if it works out? What if I get what I need, right? Or I want, what if? Right? All in how you see it. It's 100% perception. Glass half full, glass half empty, doesn't matter. It's all perception. And it's all about what you do up here. Do you let your mind go and then it's a runaway train and it tells you all the awful things? Or do you get control and focus and pay attention to the things that are actually productive and helpful for you instead of the stuff that just keeps you stuck and spinning your wheels and mad and fearful and angry and whatever what are you doing you don't have to spin your wheels you can move forward pay attention to what you're thinking use your awareness to change the story you've got going on in your head. Buy into something different. Buy into something that helps you instead of something that keeps you stuck and afraid. That's all it is. All right? Thanks so much for watching, folks. If you enjoyed this, like, subscribe, share with your friends. I'll be back probably in a day or two or three with more talking about things. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Bye for now.